I had teachers coming up to me saying, oh, you're, you're, uh, you, you speak so relaxed. I'm like, am I? You know, I'm like, that's just how I talk. And I'm like, is it because I'm not talking in a, in a certain kind of way? In a, a, in certain, a certain kind, kind of, of way? Kind of voice In a, in an Anglo-Saxon way. Right, yeah. And now- Your wasp like, mom voice. Looking back, it's like, that's what you meant, sir. Yeah. And I'm like, no. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that shit. Hey, Dustin. Hey, Crystal. Hey, me searchers. You're listening to the Me Search podcast, and we are your hosts. My name is Dustin Domingo. And I'm Crystal Tugatti. And on this show, we have critical, messy, and fun conversations with each other, with friends, and with leaders in the community. And together, we'll unpack important issues, learn, and unlearn what we think we know about what it means to be Filipino. Hell yeah. And today, we're talking to a returning guest of the pod, homie and middle school music educator based out of Long Beach, California, Harley Balahadia. What up? What up? Mr. B, Mr. B. Mr. B. Mr. B's in the house. Beep, 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 um, so on this episode, we're chatting about the evolution of language. Specifically, we're going to be talking about all the cool hip uh, phrases that the kiddos say these days. Um, and we thought it would be cool to have Mr. B on the show to talk about this because, you know, as a teacher, you you get to hear all of the the fun things that kids say, the darndest things, um, which really is like a reflection of how language evolves over time. And hopefully we'll get to talk about some of your favorite phrases. Before we started recording, Harley, you were saying you had a list? Oh, yeah. Like, even there's just so much lingo that goes around that, like, I have a list that my kids help me with. And so... Like a a list of compiled phrases? Oh, like phrases, what they mean. Most of them are just from TikTok anyways. So I just (laughs) put from TikTok. But, like, yeah. And, like, even this list has, like, updated... And like has come and gone and has grown and shrunk because of how fast language moves, especially in the schools. Are you a are you millennial or are you Gen Z? Are you Gen Z cusp? That's a weird thing. Well, so people are it depends on who you ask because they're like that 1996. They're either you have people who are like, nah, you're Gen Z. But then you have people who are like, nah, because like we act like millennials because we hang out with millennials. And then there's also like, we are zillennials uh, who are that okay. cusp thing. Yeah, yeah you're I definitely like, I don't know, like, because Gen Z today are still like the people being born. Is that correct? Well, and like Gen Z is like the people who grew up with the internet and grew up with everything. And I'm like in that in-between area uh-huh. where like I didn't necessarily grow up. Like I did grow up with internet in part of my childhood, but that wasn't like I wasn't dependent on it like Gen Z is. Right. Uh, I was doing book reports, actually going to the library and looking at books. Well, and like it, the and encyclopedia. I was, 
And I was also that generation where, like, if I wanted something cool to tell to my friend at school, I had to wait till tomorrow to tell them. <laughs> mm. Or call them after 9 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> because I was still of that generation of, like, paper text. <laughs> um, paper text? Oh, my God. You you can only communicate this much. <laughs> Yeah, and I remember like telling, I like did a thing with my kids, and I was like, back in the day, you in order to type the word hi, you had to type a number three times, and then had to type a different <laughs> number four times. Oh my gosh! Okay, so you understand what that is? Qwerty, qwerty, qwerty. <laughs> Not even qwerty. Numpad texting. <laughs> oh, what is qwerty? Qwerty is like the BlackBerry had the qwerty keyboard. Yeah, then, that's but like, like oh, the first the first okay. row of the letters. What, what Harley's talking about is like back in the way back in the day, you had to press the number seven four times to get to the letter S. Right. Yeah. Something like that. I yeah. remember that. What is the that Nokia, called? The numpad. That's yeah. numpad? Numpad. Yeah. Numpad. Okay, cool. Okay. Thank you for educating us. You know, Mr. Educator. That was the age of... <laughs> like nokias and razors 100. and then if you were like if you were updated you're like oh my god you have a sidekick you have a oh. keyboard yo that was <laughs> that was the thing that i wanted to have but never got <laughs> i also never got a sidekick i had a pay as you go flip phone for like the longest time in college my very first phone was a Sony Ericsson. Oh my god, I too oh. had a Sony Ericsson. <laughs> okay. I feel like that might have been my first color phone. <laughs> color phone? <laughs> I remember back when there was the phones didn't even have like pictures. It was literally just like a green text on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's always funny when I tell my kids, I'm like, yeah, the only game you could have was Snake. <laughs> Oh my! If you had games, if you had if games, you had games on your phone, damn, oh damn, damn, guys. So damn. you're at this like really cool place in terms of like the context of generations where you can like really see what is happening with the millennials, what is happening with happening with the Gen Z. Um, so like in terms of language evolution, you have a good perspective from both, I guess, ends of the Gen Z to millennial spectrum. What do you feel like oh, is yeah. the difference in language between the two? Um, oh my gosh. How fast it moves. Like is we Gen have, Z like, faster? Gen Z is so fast. Mm. And like, you know, and there's so many factors. I think the biggest one is like phone usage and like social media and like entertainment and like quick satisfaction that like instant gratification of like oh this word is cool now but like there's a new trend and so now i have to say this word because this is the cool thing now um and like you know they're they're like it's also weird because we're at this like generational point where like the 90s is also coming back and so yes. Like, I, I see so many of my kids with bell bottoms. <laughs> and, like, um, and it's crazy because they call it vintage. And I'm like, no, that's our childhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember in, like, the 2010s when Bruno Mars came out for the first time. Or, like, when he started to get big. I'm sure he was a musician forever. But, like, in the tw 2000s, early 2010s, and Bruno Mars, like, came out with music that was very like 70s inspired it sounded mm -hmm. like 
um, somebody like one of our friends. Oh, Glenn, Crystal, and and Harley. You both know Glenn. He's also a friend of the pod and former guest. He had he had some said something to the effect of like um, genres or like trends. Trends will like move on a cycle. So like in the 2010s, everything 70s was coming back, mm-hmm. and it didn't occur to me that that was that trends was trends are something that happens on a cycle until like I got a little bit older to today, and I'm seeing my childhood reflected in gen z right now Mm -hmm. and also putting it into perspective like for those listening out there like i work with kids who were born in 2010 and who were born in 2011 yeah that's because i teach middle school so i have kids who were born like 2009 2010 2011 next year i'm gonna have kids who were born 2012 (laughs) honestly it's so to hear you say that because my brain is still stuck on like 2012. Like, I feel like, you know how people's hairstyles, they stay the same um, at some <laughs> point, like, and you grow into old age and you've never changed your hairstyle because their mindset is stuck in that era. I feel like the same, uh, like right now that, that for me, it's like the 2012, 20. T- 2012 to like 2014 my brain and my mindset is very stuck on how things were at that point so to hear that your students were born in like the 2010s um i'm i'm really like tripping right now because i'm i'm like if that was just like a year ago wasn't it wasn't it (laughs) oh yeah even like music that they think is like oldies is like not even old it was like like maroon five with well no they're even like like let me love you mario is considered oldies oh man that was that was such a good song though <laughs> it was such a good song that is not an oldie <laughs> yeah but that's why like you but have these is. kids like i mean it I was kids. like 20 years ago right you guys mario was like 2003 <laughs> 2002 2003 no uh oh wait let me love you was it was it was yeah, in the yeah. 2000s right 2003 I, you guys, my, I, I went back to my mom's house, uh-huh. um, and I found my old Cotillion mixtape CD Word. that I burned <laughs> on my own burner. That was so much money to buy a fucking burner, first of all, oh and God. you had to burn a CD one at a time. Okay. And all the all the tracks were downloaded from Napster or LimeWire, first of all. So there's like Ooh. a like a DJ something in the middle of some of the songs, right? <laughs> but that CD is literally 20 years old. And oh I God. just realized my cotillion was 20 years ago. <laughs> but also, here's the crazy thing. My kids don't know what LimeWire is. <laughs> I'm sure that's got to be in like a history book somewhere. Well, and they don't know it as like, they don't know it as like, um as burning CDs or mixtapes. Uh-huh. They're like, you mean a playlist? Like you just Shut make up. a playlist. I mean, yeah, it is a playlist. <laughs> or like they didn't realize that you had to buy the CD and then carry the CD around in a CD player. Hmm. Yeah, they'll you know they'll never know what it feels like to have to ask your mom 
to come to school on time so that you could get to Tower Records on time to make sure there are still NSYNC CDs on the shelf for you to purchase. <laughs> they don't because all they ever do is stream music now. Yes. They just stream. Hey guys, I have something to confess. Okay. I have only ever burned a CD once in my life and it was in 2015. What? No, a actually 20... maybe 2016. No, it was 2015. 2015? Yeah. I was finishing my freshman year of college and starting my sophomore year of college. Oh my god. Baby Balaharia. Yeah. <laughs> And then if anything, oh, like speaking and like going back to language, like if my kids heard you say that, they'd be like, it's giving old. (laughs) Well, wait. It's giving old. I love that. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of which, like when we talk about like the kids nowadays, and it's funny Uh because like teachers will always refer to their students as their kids. Right. I don't really like, because, you know, like we end up caring for them. And so thinking about like, watching them grow up but then also watching what they say uh and so like you know we're going to this topic of what are things that kids say nowadays yeah they don't just like call things out like like it is they'll like dance around and have the most flowery language but in like the most gen z way possible so the they'll say like like it's giving it's giving like adjective or it's giving like a read so like you being like oh like i had to buy cds they're gonna be like it's giving prehistoric or oh like my gosh or like it's giving puff of air and you blow in the wind um some form of old um because you know what they say their stuff is like like for our generation if someone was really good at like pulling people or pulling chicks you would say you would say like oh like like they got game like right like oh they play the game well but like nowadays kids are like oh he oh they got that w riz what the hell is w riz so there's riz which is and I searched it up because I'm that oldie now where like, if I don't know something, I just Google it. Um, but like, so like kids will say like, Oh, like if you, you can have Riz, which is the Riz of charisma. Um, I know it's so it's, it's a roadmap, but, um, <laughs> and so you don't say you have game anymore. You say you have Riz and then you can have like L Riz, which is like loser Riz, or you can have W Riz, which is like win Riz, but you can also even have like unspoken Riz, which Wait, is like oh if you're God, able I'm so confused. <laughs> Wait, okay, so Riz is, I just don't understand the purpose of L Riz if because I, I, I take Riz to mean W Riz, like if you have Riz, then. Having it in general is... Well, no, because people can think that... It's kind of like people who are, like, the levels of delusion of, like, you think you have game, but you actually don't have game. That would be, like, the l Riz. Like, people who think that they can pull people, like, they can pull bitches, um, but then they actually can't. 
Um, El Riz. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. So there's, yeah. Okay. So there's okay. that. There's also like. Taking um, notes. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, it, we're also in this weird thing where like, because we're inclusive and because it's 2023, there's this like integration of like, like a queer slang into the vernacular of the common student uh-huh. of also like they could be like instead of like serve you could say like like oh my god dustin you ate um and then and that's like a like, regular like straighty mcstraighty say those kinds of things in gen z yeah they'd be like bro like you ate or then they and then they could be like uh they could be like crystal no crumbs like you ate so well you left no crumbs Oh my, okay. Like. I, I have I have I have so many thoughts <laughs> right now. Okay. One I think that as as um confusing as it is for us older people, yeah. I think it is fascinating and also impressive that they have such <laughs> um what is the word? It's nuanced it's like, and it makes sense. It, yes, it's an it's very nuanced. It's very nuanced and and it's also kind of like mad libs in a way where they have to like know <laughs> adjectives. Like they have to know these words, right? Okay, critical thinking. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I think this is a good foundation for them. Like it's giving it, educated. It's giving <laughs> It's giving synonyms. <laughs> It's giving thesaurus. <laughs> it's giving master's <laughs> degree. Oh my god! Yeah. So you know what? I feel like it encourages a wider vocabulary. Um, yeah, but it's and so creativity wild. too. Yeah, and creativity. And second, what was my second feeling? Oh, my second, my 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 que- I had a question. Um, talking about like straight folks using queer vernacular, right? Mm-hmm. Um. How do people in the queer community feel about straight people using such vocab in 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 your generation and also opening it up to our generation? I think for me as a queer person, I think it's great, but also confusing because I think let's say it was like 10 years ago, that would be my social cue to be like, okay, this is a person who I know is available to me, perhaps. Right, right. Or, like, supportive of the community. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I suppose, like, yeah, sure, maybe that's still the case, but um, I I don't know. And maybe this is perhaps more of a question for Harley now, seeing how it plays out with, like, young people. Like, what does that mean for the dynamics between queer people and straight people. Well, it's it's also really hard to think about because it, it is that kind of like gray area where like depending on who you talk to, it's also like who who chooses to gatekeep like queer lingo only belongs with the queers and it's the mm. same thing of like you know it's the same gatekeeping and the value that someone adds of like when people who are non-African uses AAVE, which is African-American vernacular English, of like, when is it appropriate? Or who is allowed to say it? Mm. Uh, who is not allowed to say it? What is the inclusivity? Like, who determines what that line is? 
Like I know in my classroom because because me as the director, I'm very what the kids call zesty. Um, because you don't say gay anymore, you th- you say zesty. Um, so zesty specifically means gay, or it means like queer, or like like you know, it's the it's the the 2023 term of not saying like homo or gay anymore. Uh, it's just like okay, oh, like that's zesty, non heterosexual. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's interesting because like, like for us and in my classroom, like that's completely normal because I understand that that's the lingo that they're comfortable with. Yeah. Um, but even then, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's so socially dependent and concept and context dependent, depending on like where you are and who you are and what you grew up with on terms of like, what is allowing you to kind of set your own boundaries of what you are okay with and what you aren't okay with. Um, and, you know, that also can just be expanded into a conversation of, like, people who've, like, reclaimed words that used to not or used to only mean something derogatory. Mm-hmm. But now in, like, 2023, you have all these people who, like, take language and just either break the narrative, rewrite their own narrative. It's kind of hard to say, like, this is the end all be all. Because um, even, like, historically, back in the day you couldn't like straight up ask someone like, Hey, are you, or Hey, are you like, you would like give them a look or the, the, the technical phrase was like, Oh, are you a friend of Dorothy's like growing up his- historically oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was like, are you, are you a friend of Dorothy's because Judy Garland and the Stonewall riots and, but yeah. Judy also played Dorothy. And so like, it's weird. Like how, in terms of like, yeah. And you said it too. It was like, we had there's so much significance to language but how it's moved through time and how people have either broken those barriers or added or subtracted or changed on like who gets to use them has definitely changed a lot and it's cool being able to see how some kids like in my framework and in my experience it's been nice to see things get like normalized like say you're zesty everyone's a little zesty and that's fine um whether that's to like inclusify it or whether that's to normalize it um because if anything people have used language to i guess bury the hatchet on like the negative connotation because now that people are recognizing that these identities and these expressions and these affirmations don't have to be negative they're able to start incorporating the lingo that they grew up with or that they're learning and being able to use it in like day-to-day speech and of course that has its like pros and cons like there's so many other things that they say that it's still it gets hard to keep up where they're the nuances like does this mean positive anymore or does this mean negative anymore i don't know like um if someone does something shady um, or if someone does something that's suspicious, you look at them like we used to just be like. Um, but <laughs> like now side kids, eye. well, but now kids literally say they'll be like, they'll be like side eye or. The- yeah. <laughs> My kid said that the other the other week and I was just like. um. Yeah, and then there's like side eye, <laughs> and then there's bombastic side eye. <laughs> what is a bombastic side eye? Like it's like ultimate mega, yeah, extreme. it's like mega side eye. Bombastic. <laughs> yeah, 
fantastic. I, I love that. I feel like, oh man, I feel, I feel like I'm very envious of kids today. The language that they get to use is so mm-hmm. much more fun than what I grew up with. And, and you, know, you know, that's the whole thing. Oh no, well, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just thinking, um, Dawson's Creek, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my and god like, that was my show right Dawson's Creek they were using such elevated language and it's just like what the fuck like why are you using this language but oh yeah they were like what? talking like they were 30 right but because because of the I think because of this framework <laughs> like, uh-huh. like they are just going back to this like wide vocabulary like bombastic like I don't remember being a sixth grader using the word bombastic and like and then nope. using it in the context of side eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, this is dope. Yeah. I, I love that it seems as though what they say in like verbal communication is just a description of like just any emojis that they would use in text in texting. Mm-hmm. Like if I were to send a side eye and they were to repeat like the message to somebody in conversation they would literally say side eye or like eggplant emoji i don't know like (laughs) (laughs) if that would be a thing but aren't emojis not cool anymore though (gasps) oh are they not? <laughs> I feel like, or I, I think I read somewhere, it's like, oh, don't go crazy on the emojis. Like, be conservative with it. I can see how that could be. Because, like, <laughs> if I imagine, I imagine, like, one of my, like, my mom or, like, an auntie who is, like, very enthusiastic about their emojis. Like, it, <laughs> you can tell by the way people use their emojis that they're older. So I imagine that there is a different way to use text and emojis for a younger person, like a Gen Z person. Mm-hmm. Well, and like, it's interesting because I think even part of it, like I, uh, is like, how are kids getting around? Um, like if they weren't able to like say like, you know, cause we're, we, we're trying to teach them how to be like functioning human beings. And like some of their creativity also comes in like, how are they trying to get their message across without actually yes. like breaking the rule? Like, you know, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to to cuss and you're not supposed to have profanity in the school. And so like, I have kids who will just be like, what the flip? Or um, it's interesting. Like there'll be, uh, you know, we would be like, are you for real right now? But for them, like something that was popular on TikTok is like, be so for real right now or be so for real with me. Um, or even then it like shortened, it would be like, be so FRFR right now. FRFR, FRFR. <laughs> that reminds me, I was, yeah. I'm working on like music projects with Gen Z folks, like older Gen Z folks, like college kids, right? <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm like looking through my text messages to see like, is there a difference in the way that we text? And my text messages are much longer. Like I'm se- I feel like I'm sending paragraphs. You're sending like complete sentences. Complete sentences and punctuations. And like these folks are like FR, FR, like cool. Like very concise, like to the point. I'm like, okay, cool. Like I get it. I'm, I'm seeing now the difference. They just get to the point. <laughs> yeah. They don't use emojis. They use acronyms. It's like getting to the point. 
but that's the thing too. It's like it's like getting to the point, but also like not getting to the point. Because for us, getting to the point is like say the word. Like yeah, say yeah, it. Yeah, true. But they're like, nah, BFRFR, don't be an op. Which is like don't, don't be, be an opposition. What? An op oh. OPP. Like, don't be an opposition <laughs> or don't <laughs> be an opponent. Well, no, they'll be like, they'll be like, oh my god, like Dustin's such an op. I feel like that's a video game term. Is it? I don't know. I'm just making assumptions. I don't really understand where these things come from. I'm just very into it and I support the evolution of language. I feel like as a side note, it's it is really important for society and for like the advancement of of like how we accept other people. Mm-hmm. Because if I just think of how society for minority people was like back in the day the language was very restrictive or like exclusive the language was mm-hmm. very exclusive um but now it feels like the language is very inclusive and you touched on this before but i think that's a reflection of how society is moving forward oh definitely and like it's 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 and like you said it too it was like it's just crazy how fast it moves I feel like it's like, moving way faster now, though. Well, yeah, because, like, you know, they're always consistently, like, performing in front of each other or they're always in contact with each other because of stuff like phone usage and social media and, like, Be Real and, like, uh, Finstas and, like, all these things. Like, they just have this constant spending of energy of, like, I always need to be on trend or if not, like I'm not cool with my with my friends, because there is even stuff like they don't say anymore that is was still considered new. Like um, when there was like cap and no cap. Kids uh, don't say that anymore. That's not cool anymore. It's not cool like, anymore. No, like no oh one uses God. it anymore. I feel like I just learned that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's also interesting because you also talked about like evolution. There are things that like are so acceptable now that like um wasn't really a thing back in the day or people would try to like fix it like the whole when we have like african-american community and there used to be this huge push on like trying to fix they would say axe instead of Mm -hmm. ask right but that Mm -hmm. was like vernacular that they grew up with because their parents said it and their family said it or like the whole thing of like instead of like gonna people are like i'm finna do something or i'm finna blah 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 um so it's like these crazy like things of like what is also just getting acknowledged as like proper language or not proper language yes i think proper language is like sorry to interrupt go ahead no 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 i was just gonna say i love that we're moving away from a very eurocentric white centered capitalistic um yes crystal language and um quote unquote etiquette uh, I, I was listening to we can do hard things because i always listen to we can do hard things but they were talking about they were talking about etiquette and how etiquette is all about elitism and yeah. signaling that you're above someone um so like trying to move away from like what etiquette and how etiquette was created through the white lens yeah it's like, fuck that shit, you know? And I love that, you know, our vocabulary, our vernacular, especially for the kids these days, 
is totally moving away from this very strict, very um, boxed up, clean, clean, quote unquote, clean version of what it means to speak in any kind of space. So um, feeling like they have the freedom, and I hope that this continues having the freedom to feel like you don't have to put on a fucking white mask to be acceptable and to be um, uh, considered intelligent or um taken seriously we don't have to worry I, I i hope that we don't have to worry about that shit anymore because even for me like i had teachers coming up to me saying oh you're you're uh you, you speak so relaxed i'm like am i you know i'm like that's just how i talk and i'm like is it because i'm not talking in a in a certain kind of way in a, a, in a certain, certain kind, kind of, of way kind of voice in a- here? <laughs> In an Anglo-Saxon way. Right, yeah. And now- Your wasp mom voice. Looking back, it's like, that's what you meant, sir. Yeah. And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that shit. It's it's very much, okay, first of all, agree with all of that. Cosine, definitely cosine on that. What's what's Um, the equivalent of cosine right now? Oh, yeah. People would just be like, period. Period. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. (laughs) Crystal, period. First of all, period. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's giving old. <laughs> it's giving, you don't know what you're talking about. It's giving dated. Um, it's giving you're trying just a little bit too hard. <laughs> it's giving Internet Explorer. Oh, oh my shit. God. It's giving dial up. <laughs> It's giving you've had to like get rid of a hundred pop-ups in the last hour. <laughs> like um, uh, you left crumbs. Oh my gosh. Ah, <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Okay, first of all, I agree. Um, it's like it goes back to this idea of like prof- professionalism is just this idea that you have to be more white than you actually are. Right. Um, Harley, you said something like uh something about what is proper language? Like the use of proper language. I feel like proper language is whatever the community is using. Mm-hmm. So who gets to tell the community what is right and what is not right? If everybody understands, then like there's no correction to be made. But you still have yeah. people who have their own academic agenda. Because... You know, the day that I can write yes, slay queen per the house down boots, yes, God, on an essay will be a completely different time. I think there will be a time where we can get to that point. There was somebody who wrote a dissertation in a graphic novel like Medium, and it was it was published. I think it was about I think it was about art or about graphic novels. So it made sense. But like. To me, that's just an example of how, like, dude, we can do anything we want. And it's also, like, breaking academic bias. Like, um, I had a family member who was, like, at a conference for, like, honors scholarships. And one of the students' presentations was, like, academic bias and showed up in a t-shirt and shoes and made that a point to be, like, because I wasn't dressed up professionally, you were already having an assumption that my that my thesis and that my statement wasn't going to be good because you were already applying your own biases and assumptions based on what I was wearing and not actually the content that I was able to demonstrate and the mastery of knowledge that I actually have. Period. Period. Is it period? Is period still cool? Period. Period. 
Um, there's also purr. Like, oh my God, Crystal purr. Okay, bombastic period. <laughs> purr. <laughs> bombastic that period bomb- purr. Oh, that's bombastic side off. <laughs> I love I it. You know, I... I, I just want to say, um, I think people in our generation, like millennials, get so fucking cranky about the new vocabulary. And I understand. I get it. You know, I get it. But like, let's take a step back. Let's just take a step back and, and one, question where that anger is coming from. Is it because we're getting old? Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, you know, honestly. But, and and <laughs> why are you, okay, and then that goes to next sub question. Why are you so uh, repellent to getting old? <laughs> it's giving, call out the generational trauma. <gasps> oh my <laughs> gosh. Let's, yeah, let's unpack it. And like, let's also try to break the cycles because Y'all, the kids are trying to do something real different. And I think my like my takeaway from this is that the kids are here to be innovative. They are here to change and break things so that something something new and something fresh and something a lot better than what we have now is about to emerge. <laughs> So, um, I feel like, I feel like maybe we don't have to feel bad that we don't get all the vocabulary, but I think we should be open to what they have to say Mm -hmm. and not be like, not get into our old school pattern, white centered capitalistic patterns of looking down on our kids and think thinking that they don't know shit because even if they don't totally know what it means to wear bell bottoms (laughs) (laughs) you know they're really on to something and i think it's so cool Mm. you ate (laughs) no crumbs no crumbs crumbs. all right my takeaway from this conversation is that we're in really good hands. I cannot wait to grow old and like hang out with the young folks um, handling this country. Uh, last question. Uh, let's make it a speed question, Mr. B. Sure. What is, what is your takeaway from uh, this conversation? Like reflected. <laughs> what, what's, what's your biggest takeaway? Listen, my takeaway is if the kids are wanting to evolve – you oldies out there, you got to evolve too. Kind of mm. time to update the firmware. Okay. Let it happen. Let it happen. I know it's hard for us. You know, it's hard for us, but I think it's totally worth it. You'll be a lot happier that you did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with uh, with us, Harley. Um, thank you, me searchers, for hanging out with us. Remember to follow Harley at iHarley. That's I H A R L double E. Uh, yeah, Crystal, close us out here. This conversation has left no crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving <Bye>. cultured. <laughs> Anywho, Harley, thank you so much. It is always a joy to have you on the show, and please come back anytime. 
um per 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 is per, per? Where, where does per come works slay work okay (laughs) (laughs) and everyone thank you for tuning in y'all this was harley balahadia yay also follow us at me search podcast and check us out online at me search podcast.com as always we're gonna get to the bottom of things this is me search folks (laughs) Woo! 